Welcome to the Tom the Trainer Fitness Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Wooland. This podcast is for frustrated men and women who think they've tried everything to lose body fat and aren't willing to give up on their fitness goals. I'm going to give you clear, actionable steps to cut through all the bullshit in the industry, focus on what actually works, and dominate every aspect of your life. Now let's get into today's episode. All right. A little bit off track today because I was going live on Instagram. I've never done that before. Well, I did it last week, but um, basically what we're doing today, if you're not familiar with this, is every single Wednesday we go live in my free Facebook group, Tom the Trainer's Tribe. And within that live, what I do is I answer questions for the members within the group completely free. And I give my honest opinion on things. It's basically, well, really, it's like, honestly, it's a free form of coaching per se. um, Because I literally go in, I give my honest opinions on questions. Members of the tribe, Tom the Trainer's Tribe, can literally ask anything and I'll give my honest opinion. So if you're not a part of Tom the Trainer's Tribe, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this on the podcast after the fact, check the link to the description in the description of the podcast to join Tom the Trainer's Tribe so you can get your questions answered. If you're watching this on Instagram, check the link in my bio for Tom the Trainer's Tribe. And if you're watching this anywhere else, check the description. The link to join Tom the Trainer's Tribe is there. And we're not going to really waste too much time. We're going to get right into it. And anyone who's on watching live, just do me a favor and please comment live so I know that you're here and we are ready to rock and roll. Let's do this. So um, first question that we're going to get into, I'm actually just going to organize them in order of which they were asked so that we can give first dibs to the people who asked first. First question is from Debbie. And Debbie says, I'm hearing a lot about testosterone for women. What do you think about it? So, you know, phenomenal question. Um, Testosterone is a hormone that's important in both genders. And our hormones need to be balanced, per se. Uh, based upon what our appropriate levels are um, within that gender uh, designation, I should say. Um, And I have worked with uh, clients in the past who were being prescribed testosterone from their doctor, female clients who were being prescribed testosterone um, by their doctors because they had a deficiency. And off the top of my head, I don't necessarily quite remember what caused that deficiency for them. Um, But I will say this when it comes to any hormone, if you have gone and you've gotten blood work done and your blood work is showing that there is a deficiency that cannot be corrected through habits and behaviors that will correct that deficiency, then I think um, absolutely you should talk to your doctor and look at having that hormone prescribed to be at appropriate levels. I will say that I think when it comes to hormone replacement therapy in general, I think a lot of people look at it as a quick fix before looking at all the other factors that they should be looking at before saying, well, maybe it's my hormones, right? 
Um, Debbie, um, Debbie worked with me recently and absolutely crushed it. I didn't necessarily see any indications, Debbie, that it would be something that you would maybe have to ask your doctor about based upon the progress you made while we were working together. Like you absolutely crushed it. And um, generally, if there is some level of hormone deficiency, I have sent clients for blood work in the past when all the things that we're supposed to focus on are in check and properly accounted for. And then there's like a missing piece as to what's happening with their progress, which can usually be one of two things. Maybe there's a hormone deficiency or that client is probably not being honest about the behaviors uh, that I'm asking them to commit to for success. So I have, re I have sent a man for uh, blood work because I kind of had a hunch that he was, for lack of a better term, and pardon my French, blowing smoke up my ass, um, you know, not being completely truthful and honest with me in regards to what he was doing with his diet and his training based upon the guidance that I was giving him and the results that he was getting. So instead of like calling him out on it, I just sent him for blood work. And then when I sent him for blood work, it was clear that he wasn't being honest because all of his blood work came back fine, right? Um, so when it comes to any hormone deficiency, however, I'm 100% all for it. As long as you're pulling back, it's like, it's like you're 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 un, you're pulling back that rock. You're looking under that rock because you've looked at all the other factors that should have led to your success first, and something's not lining up properly. Does that make sense? It's like you know, I'm eating properly, I'm sleeping well, I'm managing my stress levels, I'm drinking my water, etc., 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 and something's not right. Something doesn't appear to be working properly. Maybe I should get my hormones checked. That's kind of how I like to approach it. Um, and whether it's testosterone, um, progesterone, you know, what any hormone whatsoever, uh, if it's not, uh, if there's a deficiency, then I'm all for getting that deficiency corrected under the guidance of a doctor. Right. Um, so hopefully that helped. I think if you're watching this live, Debbie, let me know if you found that helpful. Just comment helpful. So again, as a recap, like I'm not really like against it in any way, shape or form. I just think it's like something that we need to make sure is, um, we need to focus on the other things before we consider it to be an issue, right? Now, let's see what our next question is here. Um, so Daniel said that you can talk about testosterone. It's kind of an interesting live today. A lot of people are kind of asking about hormones, hormones, and actually some people are asking about anabolics as well. Um, again, like when it comes to testosterone, that's a very, very vague question, Daniel. Like you can talk about testosterone. So like there's a lot of things that I could say about testosterone. Um, here's some things to consider, I would say. If you're considering taking testosterone or taking anabolic steroids 
I would say, um, that's a lifetime decision. That's not a decision of like, I think maybe I might try some anabolic steroids or try taking exogenous excessive amounts of testosterone um, for a little bit. If you're going to make that decision, be careful that you understand and aren't misled by maybe someone who might be um, influencing your decision to take it exogenous where you have excessive amounts like super physiological amounts right uh consider that like they're probably not being honest with you if they're telling you like oh you can just take it for a little bit and then everything go back to normal it's not going to be the case so it's a lifetime decision if another factor to consider with testosterone it's a very vague question so i'm literally just going to kind of go off the cuff about some things here okay so when it comes to testosterone levels if you are worried that your testosterone levels are low, but you're a man, as an example, who's like 30% body fat, pardon my French, sleeps like shit, um, eats a bunch of highly processed foods, and um, isn't physically active, and your testosterone level may very well be low at that stage, get your shit together uh train regularly um look at maybe getting a cpap machine so that you're sleeping properly go for outdoor walks for 10 minutes 15 minutes per day at minimum and start focusing on like whole nutritious high quality foods and drop the body fat and your testosterone levels will likely most commonly get to normal levels and if you've done those things and your levels are still not within normal range, then I would say go to a clinic and have that controlled by a doctor. Don't try to, pardon my French, don't go fucking with it yourself. Only deal with it if you are getting the help or the aid of a doctor. Because there's a lot of things to consider about testosterone if you're taking exogenous testosterone if you're taking testosterone like you're injecting testosterone then you need to donate blood regularly you need to look at your um, cholesterol levels you need to look at your lipid panels in your liver and you need to make sure that you're doing things in a manner of which where you're not having negative impacts on your long-term health and the only way to do that is to be getting blood work regularly. Like I would literally say under the, under the supervision of a doctor, if you're taking testosterone, you should be getting blood work done. Literally no, not any less often than every six months at minimum, but maybe even like every three to four months in the beginning stages while you're trying to see what dose is appropriate for you, what anti-estrogen uh, is appropriate for you, uh, if you even need one at all, right? Um, so that's kind of like what I can give you for feedback on testosterone. Um, only, pardon my French, only fuck with it if you've done all the other things that are necessary to get at a normal level, normal level and it's still not at a normal level. And then only fuck with it if like you're, 
getting supervised by a doctor. And if some guy in the gym is like, dude, you should go on testosterone. Like, Oh, it's going to be awesome. Just tell him to get back. Like, don't bother with it. Like, unless you're a pro bodybuilder, unless, unless you're a pro bodybuilder, you don't have any need for it. Like, to be honest with you, right? Like if you want to compete in bodybuilding, then like, you're going to have to play on a level playing field and you're probably going to have to take anabolic steroids and testosterone to play on that level playing field. But if you're not, just do this for overall health and longevity. And you can look at my client transformations. You can accomplish some pretty kick-ass results without it, right? Is that helpful, everybody? Nice. Okay. So uh, if you're watching this on my Instagram, I'm going to actually remove Instagram as a destination. Go check the link in my bio and join Tom the Trainer's Tribe so you can ask your questions next week. I'd love to answer your questions. And peace out, Instagram. Okay. So now our next question is, Michelle is asking, I'm joining a gym for the first time, and what do you recommend I start with? Um, it really just depends, Michelle, as to like what your level of conditioning and what your level of capability is to start with as to where you should start with. Um, I will say that like, I believe that when you're going to the gym or you're going to work out that you should start yourself off with a program that allows for you to make progress over a 12 week period. That also gives you a baseline starting point to make progress over a 12 month period in a sense of when you start a program, I'm a big fan of you're going to the gym, start with full body workouts. Okay. Like my fast fat loss frequency method, start with full body workouts, focus on compound movements, um, variations of squats, lunges, rows, deadlifts, uh, overhead press, bench press, and those kinds of exercises or machines that replicate, um, replicate like, uh, uh, sorry, similar positions. So then maybe like a leg press or a chest press machine or those kinds of things. Um, the fast, fat, less frequency method, uh, focuses on full body workouts so that like when you are doing your workout, you're not going into the gym and training like a bodybuilder and like smashing your shoulders for an hour. And then you can't lift your arms for five days because you're not conditioned for that yet. So start with full body workouts and like, obviously like shameless plug here, but I generally start the majority of my clients on the fast fat loss frequency method or metabolic muscle madness. But I think it's an intelligent decision to start with full body workouts where you just give like a little subtle training dose to every muscle, every single time that you train so that you can become conditioned you're not like, pardon, like you're not like assaulting a muscle group. Like you're not like annihilating a muscle group. Like you're not going in on a chest day, for example. You're just hitting a little bit of everything and you're focusing on uh, compound movements that give you the best bang for your buck. But also like if you're going to a gym for the first time, focus on the fundamentals, learn the fundamentals well, hire a coach. Hire a coach who teaches you how to squat, how to bench, how to deadlift, how to row properly, like I do in my one-week onboarding process when taking clients on. 
and then focus on those fundamental movements and those fundamental exercises and then earn the right later to do bicep curls, tricep extensions, lateral flies, things like that, because you've nailed down the basics and those basics are going to yield you the highest return on your time invested. And that's like the fundamental or the foundation of which all your training should be focused around as you progress over time. So obviously like shameless plug, but I would say the fast fat less frequency method would be the best program for you training at a gym because it's going to start you off with the fundamentals. It's intelligently designed to learn the fundamentals well. And I mean, obviously I might be a little biased here, but it's a world-class program, right? Um, it's transformed hundreds of clients. Um, and I've got people listening to this right now who have run the frequency method and I'm sure that they can attest that it is a great program because they transformed on it. Right. Um, the next question here is from Rob and, uh, Rob says that he wants to understand the hype behind trend. Rob, that's a pretty good question, to be honest with you. I'm just going to grab a sip of water because I'm going to be long-winded on this one. I can guarantee it. I'd honestly be interested to understand the hype behind trend as well. Um, I think like in the industry, to be honest with you, it's like, I don't know, it's like catchy or something, right? It's like everybody's like... Like there's guys in the industry that are called like the trend twins and stuff, right? It's just like, uh, I've heard of sayings of like trend hard instead of like train hard. Um, Arnold in his comeback in the eighties, in the early eighties, I'm pretty sure he ran a cycle of trend. Um, and the, the, I would say like the reason why there's a lot of talk about it is because it's like, the most anabolic steroid like it's 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 an extremely powerful steroid extremely powerful oh having said that there are world-class bodybuilders who have flat out publicly said they will never touch it like chris bumstead and i think everybody knows if you're in the if you're in the space you know who chris bumstead is he's literally like reigning Mr. Olympia for years on end. Now he says he just literally won't pardon my French. He won't fuck with it because like, he doesn't feel as though that the, um, the benefits outweigh the risks. So it's an extremely powerful steroid. Um, I think it's abused like any steroids nowadays, to be honest with you. Um, I also think like, here's a here's something to consider when thinking like is trend a good idea often when people are taking trend balone they need to take uh oh my goodness i can't believe i'm i'm drawing a blank on what they're supposed to take with it um and anyways it's it's a medication that is given to people with Parkinson's disease. Okay. So I can't remember the medication off the top of my head. It's not like I really suggest anabolics to my clients. Um, I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it. I apologize. 
but anyways, it's literally prescribed to people with Parkinson's disease. Parkinson's disease is a no joke disease, right? Um, I think like what, like Michael J. Fox has Parkinson's disease. It doesn't look like it's a fun time. Um, and you should take that when you're taking Tren to counteract some of the horrible side effects of taking Tren. I can't believe I'm drawing a blank on it right now. And it's just driving me nuts because um, like I'm in the space. I should, I should know this, but I would say like, I don't understand the hype behind Tren as either. Um, because if you have to take a medication um, that is the same medication that they give to people who have um, Parkinson's disease, uh, I would say that maybe it's not cool, right? Um, yeah. So I would say, like, if you want my advice, um, don't touch it. Don't touch it. Leave it alone. <laughs> And I don't understand the hype behind it either. Cause I honestly think it's a horrible thing. Like, so the, some of the side effects are like, like uh, people can't sleep well on it. They get night sweats. Um, they extreme rage on it. Like, um, and then you just feel like, pardon my French dog shit. So like, I don't quite understand the hype behind trend either. I just honestly think, I think there's like so much like talk about trend is from like, like trolls or people who don't know what like they're talking about in the industry that like, it's just become like a catchy thing where everybody like just talks about it. Right. Um, but yeah, <laughs> if I can give you any advice, I would say stay the fuck away from it. Um, just do things natural right unless you're going to be a bodybuilder and if you're going to be a bodybuilder the best bodybuilder in the world says he won't touch it so i would say that is a sign that you shouldn't either um robert is asking what would you consider a true cheat meal if i grill a hamburger 90 10 or 85 15 ground beef air fry french fries is that a cheat meal uh, Robert, I would say like, yeah, that would be a cheat meal. Like I'll be, I'll be honest with you. Like on my nutritional approach, the luxury lifestyle allowance, my clients can literally have anything that they want for their cheat meal. Literally anything that they want for their cheat meal. You can have pizza, you can have sushi, you can have Chinese food, you can have like anything you want. So like, honestly, the definition of a true cheat meal is like literally like whatever you want. 1000% whatever you want. You want to have a cheeseburger and like you literally want to like stuff it with cheese and bacon and all that stuff, like go for it. I think it's an intelligent decision that like when you're having an, you're having french fries that you're air frying them because like or you're baking them as opposed to deep frying them because obviously like that's a healthier decision than deep fried french fries. But when you ask like what's the definition of a true cheat meal? Legit bro, anything you want, man literally anything you want the way that i design my nutritional approach is you eat whatever you want for your cheat meal and i've calculated things in a manner where like it's not going to affect your progress 
In fact, if you don't have the cheat meal, it's going to negatively affect your progress because we're cycling calories to send a signal to the body once per week that there's a higher caloric intake day to avoid metabolic adaptation, which is your metabolism slowing down from the lack of calories being present. Because if we didn't adapt to a lack of calories, we would have just died every single winter when food was scarce. So anything you want, bro anything you want but you're making a good decision in a sense of you're like i'm having a cheeseburger it's a pretty fatty ground beef and um you know maybe i'm gonna have air fried fries with it as opposed to deep fried fries that's probably a pretty smart move right still a cheat meal though um i think it's also like things to consider is, is just like what's your normal meal right like i doubt i highly doubt that a successful diet is going to have that hamburger on it as a regular occurrence personally. Right. And I understand that people are like, well, if it fits your macros, okay, sure. But like a regular hamburger like that, you're probably looking at like, like six or 700 calories. I would say maybe, maybe less than that. Um, if, but like I recently had a hamburger and I looked up the value of it, but it did have cheese and bacon in it, but it was like 500 calories for the burger alone. And then you're looking at 200 calories for the bun. That's like 700 calories. It'd be pretty hard to not be hungry eating a meal like that on a regular basis on your diet, staying within your caloric intake. So um, I would say, yes, that's 100% a cheat meal. And I understand the whole like flexible dieting. I'm just not a big, I'm not a big fan of like flexible dieting in a sense of like, I'm not a big fan of flexible dieting of like, just make your calories work for the day. I've had clients who use flexible dieting, like Miguel, for example, he's a chef who has, who uses like flexible dieting, but he's making decisions to make each meal match the calories not just like what's my calories at the end of the day right um okay and carrie sorry this whole question about uh the 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 trend i want to talk I, I can't remember the the medication for it but i'm literally going to look it up right now uh medication for Parkinson's disease. And it's not even coming up. I don't know. Okay. Shows you how much. Shows you how much advice I give my clients when it comes to anabolics, right? Um, Carrie is saying, suggest a recap of the positive, positive habits staying on track going into the new year and the winter months. So uh, if you're watching this on my personal Facebook page, I'm going to drop that now and come join the tribe. The link's in the description. And the recap of the habits. So the recap of the habits I think was, I can't remember off the top of my head, to be honest with you. I've run a lot of challenges, but um, I'm pretty certain it was four workouts per week. 
8,000 steps, uh, four workouts per week, a minimum of 10,000 steps, one 10 minute walk outdoors, three liters of water, no liquid calories. Um, unless it's in a meal, like for example, like if you're going to have a protein shake, don't drink a protein shake, put your protein in with your cereal or something. No junk food except for one cheat meal per week and sleep seven to nine hours per night, seven hours minimum. And as a bonus, what I've run in another challenge in the past is like have a morning routine. I think in our most recent challenge, the morning routine was practice gratitude in the morning, but you can have a lot of power of going to bed and waking up every single day at the same time and then having a morning routine. So but I would also argue like uh, your uh, sleep hygiene routine. So actually go check out the most recent podcast episode number 24, I believe it is, that just talks about sleep hygiene and a morning routine, uh, sleep hygiene and your bedtime routine. Go check that out because that's really helpful as well. It'll help with getting your seven hours of sleep. So again, I think it was um, seven hours of sleep, three liters of water, 8,000 steps per day minimum four workouts per week on your non-workout days. I believe it was 10,000 steps. Go for a walk outdoors. No liquid calories. No junk food. Except for one cheat meal per week. I believe that was everything. I believe. Okay. All right, everybody. Uh, I think that is it. I'll just double check here that there's no other questions in like my stories or anything like that. So I'm just going to pull that up quickly and just check it. Nope. So we are good. Uh, kind of a different one. A lot of times I haven't had a lot of people asking about hormones and stuff like that. Uh, but I don't mind answering those questions. Kind of cool to have people ask questions about um, stuff like that. Cause I can kind of show my like knowledge or, or suggestions when it comes to that. Um, but at the end of the day, guys, don't mess with anything unless it's prescribed by your doctor. And there's no doctor on the face of the earth, to my knowledge. Well, there's no doctor that should be on the face of the earth prescribing trend. That's for sure. So the hype around trend, I would say there shouldn't be one. Uh, so anyways, guys and gals, uh, appreciate you. If you're listening to this in the podcast and you haven't joined Tom the Trainer's Tribe yet, make sure that you check it out. The link's in the description. Come join. Ask your questions. Have the best day ever. Take care, everybody. Thanks so much for listening. If you found today's episode valuable, please give me a five-star review and share it on your social media so I can have an even bigger impact. And if you want more information on how I can help you lose 15 to 52 pounds of body fat in 12 weeks, send me a message that says coaching to my Instagram at Tom the Trainer Fitness.